Welcome to Sports Cash, a space to discuss sports and money. I'm your host, KD. And this is your host, Vlad, Mr. ESPN. Welcome back. Welcome back. We hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. We're back for another episode. Um, this week, we're going to cover NFL, and we're going to touch on a different subject. Um, right now, obviously, as everybody know. We're still in the pandemic, and um, mm-hmm. this week we just want to touch on how the pandemic and how COVID has affected the NFL season. Um, if you haven't been watching the NFL season lately, um, COVID is running rampant. A lot of players are catching it, even some star players. So let's get into it. Um, this week, as some of you guys might know, might not know, um, for the first time in probably my lifetime, i ever seen a team that didn't have a starting quarterback on roster. Not, not because one. of injury, not because of contracts, <laughs> but because, but because of it got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe there is an injury on one of the players, but um, th- this is incredible. So um, the Denver Broncos this week actually had to bring a practice squad player, and he's a receiver. Now he's playing quarterback this week for them. Um, this is crazy. This goes past just one monkey don't stop no show. You got four monkeys out, man. You literally have no quarterback, and you're signing a wide receiver off the practice squad to be your QB. What's crazier about this is that they didn't even want to go with this wide receiver obvious for obvious reasons. They asked the NFL if they could have their offensive coordinator dress up and be the QB. What's man, that? NFL laughed them out of the room. That's like, crazy. To, the unmitigated the gall to ask, oh, can my coach suit up? Come on, man. You're about to get killed out there. Exactly. Your coach probably haven't played in over a decade. Um, but right now, I mean, if this is a trend, I, I mean, who knows if a week from now or two weeks from now, there's another team that maybe is not at the quarterback position, but might be at the receiver, the running back, or offense and defensive line position. These um, very important positions on the field. Mm-hmm. Um I think I think a lot of teams now has to put that into consideration. Um, you know, in sports, they always speak next guy up. I think now you got to speak the next two, three, four guys up yeah. because you're not just playing for, you know, game day as far as your game plan to win the game, but you have to plan for if your guy gets injured and if they catch COVID now. So um, I think as a coach or a coordinator, um, it's probably very stressful right now. You know, you don't know who's going to be available next week. Yeah, you you can basically count on somebody being on the COVID reserve list. But it's one or two players, maybe three. But we're seeing whole teams get decimated. The Ravens, they had 19 people on that COVID reserve list. And on top of that, they had, uh, who do they have? Like 10 staffers. They had 10 staffers as well. So, um it's running rampant, and but the one thing that you can understand from the NFL is that they do not care about the players. They care about making money. Nothing's going to stop the show. I mean, they got to keep the product on the field. You know, if there's no players on the field, there's no football games being played every Sunday or Thursday night or Monday night, there's no money being made. That's yeah. why they were so adamant again the season started. Um, I, I kind of saw that coming. I said, there's no way you can have a contact sport and not nobody catch COVID. Not only a contact sport, you got 50 to 53 players, probably an extra 30 to 45 between trainers and coaches, and you got 30, 30 teams, 32 teams. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you supposed to be accountable? 
you know, account for everybody. You know, everybody got different home living styles. You know, you're traveling from state to state every week. This is not the NBA where you can keep everybody in a bubble and monitor them. Um, so, I mean, we're getting into the colder months, November, December, January, um, where the wa- the weather definitely drops. Um, flu season, cold season. So, um, I hope the NFL has something in place because from the looks of it right now, if it keeps going at this, at this pace, um, you know, you might see practice squad starters all over the board, <laughs> you know, in the coming weeks. And I don't think that's the product that the NFL wants on the field. Um, we already have star players like Lamar Jackson, Cam Newton, mm-hmm. catch COVID. And right now, you know, you know whether you're a football head or not, you know, every Sunday you tune in to see the stars on the field. That's what, that's the entertainment we want. That's the product we want on the field. We come to see the stars, the star players, especially at the quarterback quarterback position because. If you don't have your starting quarterback on the field, likely the chances of you win that game is not high unless you're playing a really bad team. But not only that, the viewership goes down. You know, everybody knows once the quarterback, the starting quarterback goes down, um, the play on the field is different, the energy is different. So a lot of people don't even tune in. I mean, granted, God forbid, I hope this don't happen. If Pat Mahomes get COVID, probably half of the world will stop watching NFL. Hmm. Yeah. You need star power, man. It doesn't matter what sport you play. You need some kind of star power, whether that be your favorite team or not. But the league needs it uh, because it gives you headlines. It gives you, you know, players that don't usually play get extra juice. So they play well when they're playing against a star. So you need that. And uh, the NFL is, I mean, they are, they're doing just hazardous things because, again, they have shown they are, Focus on the product, how much money that they can get out of it. Not necessarily that they care about the bodies on the field. They care about what the bodies can do for them. So, unfortunately, excuse me, unfortunately, um, they'll, they'll continue doing it. They'll run people out there. If the product gets watered down, they'll drum up some controversy because nothing's going to stop the billion-dollar machine. Well, I mean, even you put something out there i don't think you just want something i mean like you know with the nfl just like the nba you know it's a star driven league i mean mm-hmm. you already have star names and odell that's out you know with injury you got um other guys that's out with injury um you got guys out with covid so um the only thing the nfl is betting on as far as money right now is the viewership with the tv contracts i mean they're not making a lot of money with concessions they're not making a lot of money with tickets so they're losing the money there so I think it'll be behooved them to just say, oh, yeah, we'll just put anything out there, just have anything out there. No, you want them stars out there because I don't care what you say. I'm not tuning in on Sundays for three, four hours to watch practice squad players. I want to see Deshaun. I want to see Lamar. I want to see Pat, Brady, Breeze, Rogers. You know, I want to see great, entertaining, high-level football being played, not Mr. So-and-so from, you know, Minnesota who went to a JUCO, you know, school that but, made the practice squad. But if it comes to that, trust me, people will adapt and they will... Because what's the other explanation for seeing these terrible teams, not just in football, but in basketball? The New York Knicks, for example. They are trash, have been trash for as long as I can remember. But people still come because it. if you... The expectation is that we're going to suck... Well, at least I'm going to be watching sucky basketball. That's At least they're my team. And so people like uh, Spike Lee, they know they're not coming to see a win. 
but maybe we can score a bunch of points. I don't know. What do losers think nah, about? Mama. Spike, y'all, Spike y'all losing, coming for the win. Y'all lo- losing Nick fans need to let me know uh, because we know you're not going there for winning. But anyway, um, I don't know. I feel like people will adjust. And as the because it will be a slow burn as the talent gets, li- uh, you know, smaller and smaller and uh, uh, teammates and people not willing to play anymore. Um, what's the guy's name? Wide receiver for Marquise Goodwin. Yes. You know, he chose his daughter. He chose his family over football. He He's in the position to be able to do that. How many more people after seeing folks that around you dying from COVID, how, how much pressure is it on the football player to say, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to take some time, maybe just a season or a half a season. Well, I mean, that's, that's a big sacrifice. I think, like you said, depending who you are, if you're a rookie, I think that's harder for you rather than you, than somebody that's a 10 year or a 15 year vet. Um, I mean, right now they already even talked about the contracts getting it, you know, having some backlash, you know, being in jeopardy. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I believe next year, I think they said they're going to hold about 30% of the salaries in escrow. Hmm. Um, so for those that, a.k.a. Dak, who did not sign a contract, a big contract this year, um, your deadline kind of came and passed. Um, that's why Pat Mahomes got the big bag. Um, Deshaun got the big bag. Um, I kind of feel sorry for Lamar because I know his contract is due next year, and COVID might affect that as far as the true potential of how much he really could make. But you I think for... Know. Next year and maybe the year after that, as far as to recoup, um, the money gonna be a little funny. Hmm. So these ball players stay out them Dior stores, stay out them Gucci stores for a little while because one, we don't even know if you're gonna finish finish out the season this year, and two, you don't even know if you're gonna have a season next year. So you know if you're on that rookie contract right now, especially if you're not a first rounder and you don't have a lot of endorsements, um, money gonna be a little funny for a little while. So you might want to start saving, you know, a good amount of them checks. Um, cut down on, on those expenses and um, cut down the splurging because right now everybody's going to feel it definitely for sure next year. Mm-hmm. Man, I feel sorry for these guys that have super high lifestyles that they have to maintain. Um, the fall from grace is actually harder. So uh, the higher up you are, the harder to fall, right? So this is really what we talk about when we say sports cash. We're talking about sports and money. Because it's not just the sports, it's the players and the lives and the families behind them as well. So that's how COVID is affecting it. It's affecting everyone, but specifically in the NFL, they're going through it right now. For sure. Um, right now, I mean, we're, we're about to go into December, so that means playoffs is right around the corner. Um, but again, if I'm Roger Goodell, I'm watching very, very, very closely. I don't think I want to go into the playoffs with half of my league down as far as either injuries and COVID. Um, it's not a great product. It's not, you know, playoff football, which we are accustomed to. Um, so, I, honestly, my opinion, I think the season is very much in jeopardy. Um, the numbers are getting higher every year. I mean, not every year, every day um, in every state. Um, imagine, you know, cities like Kansas City, New England, New York, um, Chicago, these very, very, very cold places, Lambo, where, you know, it's 10 degrees, three degrees, mm-hmm. you know, it's already brick cold. Now you're asking COVID and some of these players might say, Hey, look, man, I got found, like you said, I got family and kids at home, man. It's already brick out here. Plus you talking about 
you know, COVID is running rampant. You want me to go out there? Nah, I miss that game check. I miss these two games because... Yeah, I think it's more likely that, that people will stop coming. They will start opting out of the rest of the season. That's going to make the NFL shut down. Then rather than thinking that the NFL will be will take some initiative on this. Remember, this is the same NFL, same league that basically blackmailed and blackballed uh, Colin Kaepernick. And they never made it up to him. You know, so that's true. They're not going to change. They know they don't have to change. They know they're a machine and they know that they have the grips on the United States. So it is America's game. It used to be baseball, but no, NFL is America's game now. So they know that they don't have to care until the players, which have the power all along, is just about them recognizing that. The players saying, okay, it's done. We're, we're not going to do this anymore. And that's easier said than done when you have veterans that's trying to get their last contract, young guys that just got in that are trying to keep the little money that they have. And, um, you know, all these guys that are getting paid like LeBron, they're going to say, okay, it's fine. But um, the majority of them, I would say 80-20. Huh? It's more like the, the people that's looking at Pat get paid. Exactly. Oh, yeah, exactly. So Pat can take a whole year off and be straight. This man could take the rest of his career off. But <laughs> for real, I mean, he own a part of a baseball team, so you can eat off that. But at the same time, you know, you have guys on there that are practice squad guys that are trying to carve their some kind of space in the roster. So. It'll be difficult, just like it was in the NBA. I think it'll be even more difficult because we're talking about less money for these NFL guys. Absolutely. But, I mean, in their case, it's a little different. I mean, let's say, you know, if you're not drafted maybe the first two rounds in the NFL, I think you you definitely probably not be making a million dollars a year. Um, some of these guys just got out of college, never really had money before. And now, you know, they finally got their first big break, probably got, you know, themselves to take care of, mom and dad to take care of, maybe some cousins, whatever, making, you know, three to maybe 800 grand. To us, you know, the normal person, that's a lot of money. But to them, you know, that money goes by kind of quick. You got to pay agents, you know, you got to pay taxes, um, you got to take care of yourself, you know, get you got to pay an apartment, rent. somewhere to stay, all that stuff. You got to get a car. So, you know, if they cut them checks, and mind you, you know, you're a rookie. So, you, you know, if you're fourth, fifth, sixth round, your money might not necessarily be all the way guaranteed. You know, so, you know, you might be looking at, yeah, two, three hundred grand, but now you got high rent to pay, five, six grand, thousand dollar rent in the city to pay for. You know, you got a thousand dollar car note to pay for, and money's not coming in like that, like you used to. So, um, I think it's, I think a lot of guys right now is itching. You know, I think they're a little bit fearful because, again, you know, um, we got about what five more games in the in the, in the season into the playoffs, um, and tomorrow they clearly shut it down tomorrow, and then that's it. We don't know when it's gonna come back in. My opinion is, I think the NFL needs to come up with a COVID plan. Um, depending where every team every team is, go to the closest dome there is. So like Florida, um, Tennessee. Alabama, no, there's no team in Alabama. Um, all go to and Carolina, all go to Atlanta because we have a dome here. Um, you know the Texas teams to like simulate a bubble, simulate some yeah, simulate some form of bubble. You know you guys just play there. Um, have the California teams come play in Texas. Um, you know have have the Midwest teams come play in Minnesota. Come have the Southeast region come play in Atlanta. 
Um, I mean, who cares? There's no really home field advantage because there's no fans anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's you can monitor the guys a little bit more, put them in hotels, of course, just like the NBA did, and just say, hey, this is where everybody's going to play every week, you know, into the playoffs. And then um, after that, you know, pick a central location for the Super Bowl and have, you know, whether that's in Texas or Minnesota or Atlanta or whatever, and just do it that way. Because right now having guys go to a different city every week, uh, especially, like I said, in these cold cities, um, I think the numbers of guys catching COVID in the league is going to keep going up. Yeah, and of course, when you're traveling, um, people may want not want to believe it or not, but these guys are having folks in their rooms. You know, they're, they're inviting people over. And, uh, of course, it's depending on the team. It, they may be strict about it. They may not be. They may do have some kind of um, system where if I don't see it or if I don't hear it, it, then it doesn't exist type of thing. So there's just there's rules and then there's the enforcements of the rules. Like how are you going to be able to check every player to make sure you, you know, can? I mean, and from what I hear, my cousin tells me that they take at the Bears facility, they get tested every morning. So every morning you go in, you have to do a, a test, a nasal test. Okay. But even that's still not effective enough because, again, after practice, you don't know where these guys are going. Exactly. And you have to account for 50 to 53 players. You have to account for about 20 to 40 staff. That's a lot of people to account for. So, again, if you can keep everybody in a central location at least, it will be a little bit easier. I mean, let's just take the regular game day. You got to go through the airport. So you meeting people there. You got to get off at another airport in another city. You meeting people there. You got to go through the hotel. You meeting people through there. You got to go to the stadium. You meeting people through. So how many people within maybe those two to three days these NFL players are getting in contact with? Not only counting their teammates who live. You don't know who they live with. You don't know who in their house has it. You don't know who in their house they've been in contact with. So... Like I said, I think Roger De- Roger Goodell needs to get on that phone and call Adam Silver and say, hey, what plan did you guys use in the bubble and how can they incorporate some type of plan for themselves just <laughs> to, you know, not have this NFL season in jeopardy? Man, let me tell you something about the NFL and the NBA. You're talking about two boats. One, you use a row or an oar to roll it, and that's the NFL. The NBA is a speed boat. In terms of how they are connected to the culture, they try to make changes quickly. NFL is like trying to get the Titanic to turn around, bro. It's <laughs> slow moving. They're not going, you know, it's kind of like, for lack of better terms, it's like slavery. Because you got these billionaire owners that don't care and they say that, no, we're not going to play the game if anyone wants to kneel. You remember what it was after Colin Kaepernick. Absolutely. So they're just... And you got fined. And they get fined. So now they're turning towards COVID to make COVID the bad guy, which, you know, it is what it is. The really bad guys are us that keep on going out into becoming these super spreaders. But now they're trying to take it. It's a us against COVID type of thing. And I don't know how long that lasts. Like um, the Saints got charged or fined 500000 and a seventh round draft pick. For yes. dancing in, there was a video that came out with Jameis Winston eating yeah, the in the locker room. Again, in the locker room, yeah. no one had mask on. They got charged five hundred thousand dollars and a seventh round draft pick. 
That's constant. Like, how long are you going to be able to do this stuff before people just get tired of it and say it's not worth us losing half a mil for, you know, just because we're in our own locker room with the same guys we just played football with. Absolutely. It doesn't make any sense. I mean... Now you got to find if coaches get caught on camera not having masks, even mm. when they talk to their players. Um, you got to find if trainers don't have masks on when they're dealing with the players during game day. So it's very, very strict. I mean, I, I like that they have those rules in place. But like you said, you know, you're going to find that one person. that That's 16 weeks. You literally have to be like, it's like you got to be perfect right. for 16 weeks. And, you know, some guys are going to be like, man, you know, Forget it. I mean, like you said, that five hundred thousand dollar fine. I mean, to these owners, that's chump change. But you do that for sixteen weeks, that's eight million dollars. That's 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 the salary of some of these receivers. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's not no light change. So don't find that up real quick. You know, these owners ain't just happy to hand away this money freely. So like again, you know, but if you can find a protocol um, for the rest of the season and maybe even next season to where it's like, okay, guys, these are the four to five central locations. Um, wherever your team is located, we're going to move you to the closest one. Everybody stay in that city. This is a hotel you stay in. This is curfew. This is how, you know, if you need anything, these are the people. You have your goal people to go get stuff for you. You don't leave. We have, you know, kind of like, I guess, our own postmates for us or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I know it will suck, but I think that would be the best plan right now to establish because, I mean, granted, like you said, if you got a player that's only making $2 million and 30% of that's an escrow, that's before agent fee, taxes, and, um, you know, just your regular life expenses. 30%, that's a nice chunk of change. You know, $2 million (laughs) and you're taking 30%, they saying, hey, I got a whole 600000 of that. Mm Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna be too happy about that, you know. So these these players better get get it together. Um, these coaches better get it together. These owners better get it together and come to one, you know, come to one understanding just for the sake of everybody. I know the players want to keep on playing because they need the checks, and I know the player and I, the owners want to keep the product on the floor so they can keep generating revenue. But that's not happening if these numbers keep going up. To everybody point- gonna take a hit. To your point earlier, you were saying it's starting to get colder. And although you weren't making this point when you said it, I think it's best, you know, we have to say it. Because it gets colder, there's guys that, I mean, you've heard of um, winter depression. You know, folks getting sad because the sun is not out, not getting enough vitamin D, all that, all that stuff. I think... Not only are people getting going to get sick during... Um, the cold time, cold season, and possibly catch COVID, but they're not going to be as motivated to stay on the team. Mm. So on a Tuesday night in the middle of October, although we're already in November, let's just say, you know, December, in the middle of December, it's it's pure cold outside, you know, and they still have that option. I'm not sure if they still have that option to opt out. I think it was a before the season type of thing. Mid- midpoint. But... What if someone says, well, it's just not worth it. I know I'm going to lose the rest of the money because I have to pay uh, play to get paid, but it's not worth it because I have my wife's pregnant or whatever happens. Um, I feel like because it's cold, it will exasperate that. It's going to um, speed that up. 
But even past the season, I mean, what would that do for the playoffs and potentially maybe even the Super Bowl? Because right now, I mean, let's you know, you have those teams that's Super Bowl contenders right now. You got the Seahawks, you got the Chiefs, um, you got the Packers. You know, these are teams that you know we're kind of expecting to be in the Super Bowl. So, God forbid, um, you know, you have somebody like Tyreek Hill says, you know what, I'm out. That changes the whole landscape of the playoffs. That changes the whole landscape of even maybe even the Super Bowl, you know. So you have to think about that. And I and again, these are things not only the players have to think about the owners too because it's like, hey, for some you know in the NFL you don't get to go to the Super Bowl every year. So for some franchises like last year, Chiefs haven't won the Super Bowl in how long? Fifty something years. That was their first Super Bowl. So you know if this is your year to make it especially with covid you know you don't got no fans so there's no home field advantage that's in your that's in your favor um you know you have a lot of hiccups that happened drew Brees broke his ribs um and damn near all of them <laughs> oh yeah right lamar is out you know so certain teams aka the titans this could be your chance to sneak in and probably probably go all the way all the way so you know you do not want to jeopardize the playoffs at all, and now that as a fan, I, I don't want to see it jeopardized either. I want to see the elite of the elite in the playoffs bang it out. That's what I want to see. And of course, everybody wants the Super Bowl. You know, that's the number one sport event every year. Yeah. You do not want, whether you're owner or a fan, you do not want the Super Bowl to be gone or Listen, postponed or canceled. We got over March Madness. We got over a lot of these tournaments. Um, what was it? The summer game or yeah, summer games in Tokyo. We got over that stuff. But Americans will never get over not having a Super Bowl. It has to happen. And I don't care if they're rolling out people in wheelchairs. No disrespect to people in wheelchairs. I'm just saying, if they're not rolling out the top talent, then, I mean, I, I still I still think that people would watch the Super Bowl. Just because the stakes are there, it makes it a little bit of drama, drama filled. Yeah, um, but there's no drama if there's no star players. That's true. That is very true. I mean, as of right now, everybody wants is probably see. But think of the the ramifications financially, though. You oh, yeah. have to have a Super Bowl. You so have check this: paying millions, millions for co- uh, commercial spots. It's probably more than that. I mean, if you're not to cut you off, but if you're a big brand like Google, I'll pay a bill for mm-hmm. for two minutes. I mean, as of right now, the spending. Just for Super Bowl, as far as the event and you know what happens in the city, they're already calculating seventeen point two billion dollars for the Super Bowl for the city that it goes to. No, I'm just not just the city it goes to, but as far as what the event generates, right? As far as the game, you know, the things surrounding the game, you know, and all the festivities during the week, mm-hmm. Super Bowl weekend generates seventeen point two billion dollars. I don't care who you are, nobody want to miss on that. Yep. They're not giving that up. Even me. <laughs> I mean, I wish the Super Bowl would come back to Atlanta again so I can make some more money because I want that piece of the pie. Nobody's willing. $17.2 billion in, let's say, four days. But think of it on the other side, too. Um, it gives kind of people some hope that things will get back to normal again. So I'm sure if... The NFL is worth its salt. Is going to push that angle. Uh, I know I would. If I was a commissioner, I would push out stuff like propaganda showing how NFL is making everyone feel normal again. 
um, even when they have they're dealing with a bunch of COVID cases. So, you know, besides the money and what it will do or what you would lose if you didn't have it, just push that angle and you'll see more and more people support you. That's true. Um, I mean, at that point, you know, you it, it would be hard because nothing feels normal. I don't think anything has felt normal in the past 11 months. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know how they would make that feel normal. I mean, even now, you know, football's already halfway done and it still don't feel normal not seeing no fans. Yeah. You know, so if, imagine you have a Super Bowl. Now you ask yourself, do you have a halftime show? You know, is there a climax? Of, you know, every Super Bowl has that climax where it's a fumble, a big catch, um, you know, a big drive. Now I feel like, you know, if you go to a Super Bowl and somebody get a pick in the fourth quarter, it's just like, oh, okay, pick. Like, he doesn't have that, you know, rush feeling that Super Bowls usually have. So yeah. um, they're going to have to get creative, you know. Like you said, it's not the NBA where, you know, the players can add to the product, per se. Um, the NFL is more, I guess, a uni thing. It's just, as you can see with the uniforms and everything, you know, they, they can't be as expressive as the NBA. But whether or not, whether they can or not, that's $17.2 billion you don't want to lose. Yeah, you don't Owner, on players, that. fans, city, you don't want to lose that. Citizens of the city. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to lose that. That's that's a bag. That's a bag. But um, we're going into, what, week 11? Mm-hmm. Um, we got, you know, the MVP race right now between Mahomes, Rodgers, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson. First of all, who's your MVP right now? Hmm. It's a tie between Mahomes and Wilson. Okay. I was, um, because I, was... I think, I, I do they have the same... Um, Numbers. The same numbers right now. Are they both like seven and one, eight and one? Um, no, because Seahawks lost again. Okay. Yeah, I can't count out. I, you know, you can't deny Pat Mahomes, and you can never count out Russell Wilson. So for me, it's tied. It may come down to what the entirety of the season looks like because right now they're neck and neck to me. Um, I agree. I mean, I, I pick both of them too. I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily a tie, per se. Um, you giving the edge to who? Performance-wise, I want to give it to Mahomes. But for the type of year he's having, I want to give it to Russell. I understand that completely because that's exactly where I am. Um, <laughs> but we have five more weeks, so let's see how that plays out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Russell probably has a couple more big more games on his schedule. I think Pat Mahomes definitely has a couple more big more games. I think in December, that's going to be the deciding factor how they play on December. But it, it like it is close. I'm not I'm not going I'm not going to deny it. it's it's closer than you know a lot of people think is very very neck and neck between those two. But Russell Wilson is playing very very great ball. Man, he has a. <laughs> Probably maybe to steal that draft in DK Metcalf because my goodness, I cannot believe um, it. But God forbid. Did again. you see he ran twenty two miles per hour to make that tackle? Yeah, it's yeah, ridiculous, man. So he's fast and big. Oh yeah, that's not. He's he's, he's a machine. He's he's our Megatron. He's the that's new. A fact. He's the new clone Megatron. That's a fact. But um, again, you know, even the MVP race. Please, I you know, that's one thing I really don't hope. Hope none of those guys catch. Injury or COVID, yeah. because 
that will completely shake up the whole MVP race. And my opinion, to take for somebody to win the MVP that's not supposed to win it. Um, yeah, honestly, worse. honestly, I think with his perform, well, he's not playing as great as he did last year, but I, I, I believe because he caught it also, that's why Lamar's not on that list. Mm-hmm. Lamar could have been, I mean, he, he definitely could play better. He hasn't played up to what he did last year. And, you know, the past two weeks, he's playing a little bit mediocre, but, um, you know, the, that two weeks of him being out catching COVID is definitely going to affect, you know, his team record um, and his chances of getting, you know, in that MVP race. Absolutely. So, all in all, COVID is just ravaging the NFL. Um, and and I am worried about the NBA because now the NBA will be flying from city to city. And uh, we don't know, you know, being them being outside of the bubble, we don't know. How those guys are going to react. So hopefully it's not as bad as the NFL right now. So Roger Goodell, if you're listening, um, I hope you get a plan in place. Because, you know, as a fan, we definitely, definitely want to continue to watch football on Sundays. Um, you know, we don't want it to end short. We definitely want to get some playoff football happening and definitely want a Super Bowl this year. Um, but all the NFL fans out there, let us know what you think, what the NFL should do. Um, let us know who you think, you know, the MVP is and... We'll check you guys next week. All right, Cash Crew. Till next time. This episode is brought to you in part by Sneaker Broker. Do you have a favorite sneaker that you've been waiting on, but it's sold out everywhere, including online? Shop with Sneaker Broker, a premium sneaker dealer based in Atlanta. They'll take care of you and try to find you whatever you need. Find out more by visiting their Instagram at S-N-K-R underscore broker. That is at S-N-K-R underscore broker to find out more. What's up, Cash Crew? This is KD. Thanks again for listening to our podcast. Be sure to find us on social media at sports underscore cash underscore. And if you haven't already, subscribe to us on YouTube at Sports Cash Podcast. And don't forget to hit that notification bell.